So I would say work with a professional or really educate yourself on the basics. Really ground yourself for long-term, long-term. So I see a lot of that mistakes. A lot of people are thinking short-term. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalka, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Randa Hoffman. She's a financial planner, a money manager, a tax nerd, and she's been named one of Orange County's most influential women in the financial sector by Vogue magazine. Randa, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. I always just love to begin with, um, tell us a bit more about yourself and kind of how did you end up in this space? Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody says, oh, I renew what I was going to be when I was a little kid or they're like, I got into it right away. Well, good for them. That's pretty awesome. That wasn't my story. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I wanted to be either an attorney or a software developer create, you know, developing projects. And I was born um, in Saudi Arabia and raised in Amman, Jordan in the Middle East. And so here I am at 17, we come to the States. You know, my mom's then Arab. So at 17, we come to the States and I stumbled into IT information technology as a business analyst. So I do that for 12 years. So it has nothing to do with finance. I'm not even close within that realm, right? And so I love you know Forbes just because I'm geeky like that so I'm reading Forbes I stumble across venture capital I'm like what is this world of venture capital and that is the little inkling that got me finance and I remember sitting in IT I was in IT I was looking out the window and I was thinking if I continue along this path I will be forgotten and I don't want to be forgotten so I have to do something different. And so that's the nudge into finance, not into venture capital. I went into personal finance, but, you know, planted that seed. Yeah. So are you talking about Nordstrom? Used to be an IT analyst with Nordstrom? I actually started in IT. I actually started Arizona State Retirement System. So it's a state pension for school teachers for Arizona State. So that's where I started my my IT career. Yeah. Do you know Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. So he has a new book, and it's about the teacher's pension plan in where I live, Ontario, all Ontario, Canada, and then also parts of England. And he's saying, it's gone. There is no pension. It's gone already, which is sad. Um, it just reminded me when he's... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, you know, there are some pension plans that are healthy funded that are funded in a healthy way and you know so it, yeah for sure yeah yeah <laughs> and, and they're all crushing it now over the last couple of years probably even more than they were which yeah most of them are set up really well the way they have it but uh i digress yeah. so that that was the past and it kind of led you to where you are now i love actually the first the vulnerability of saying like i didn't know what i want like some people are like i knew since i was two exactly like you said and like no i'm the same way i never knew so good for you 
now you're crushing it. And you've just been named by um, Vogue magazine, one of the most influential women in the financial sector. Man, congratulations, first of all. But can you explain a bit and talk a bit about that? Yeah, you know what? When I, the lady first called me and I'm like, this is a scam. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, what's the odds of that? Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I work my butt off. I put in work, but there's a lot of people that put in work that don't get recognition, you know? So I, I put in the work, but I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I was so nonchalant. I'm like, whatever, you know, just send me some information. She sent me the information. I'm like, oh crap, this is like for real. <laughs> and then I almost fell off my seat, <laughs> but it's, it's really, it's really cool. I never asked how they found me because I'm in Newport beach and Newport beach is saturated i mean heavily saturated by advisors so in newport beach california is in orange county so that's only one tiny town in orange county so to be recognized in orange county and the reason i didn't ask is because i was thinking and not in a cocky way and not a not in a like a way but in a yeah i put in the work i do deserve this I do deserve this. I put in the work. So it's like, good job, me. I don't know how you found me, and I don't care. Good job, me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good for you. That is really awesome. So, again, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, and I wonder kind of now, what it, what kind of clients are you working with? Or, I guess, what, what does it look like to work with you? I'm sure you have a vast array of options. Yeah, totally. So anywhere within the U.S., Okay. Uh, sorry, I know you're in Canada. So what? that is one restriction anywhere within the U.S., you know, and which is cool because people think that financial advisors, you, I have to work with the financial advisor that's down the road. And really, that's not a true statement. People can go across state and work with other financial advisors, which is nice. Hello, Zoom. I mean, look what you, you and I are doing, right? Um, I do have a minimum, 25000 you know, is the minimum. Minimum. And I, I intentionally said that because I want people to be uh, kind of skin in the game. You know, like I have, I have a little investments and I'm working to grow it. And, you know, I'm, I want to do this financial plan stuff. So I want people to have a little skin in the game. Yeah, that's good. That's huge. Um, yeah, totally. It, it's important for everybody, right? It's important for yourself because otherwise you could just be totally wasting your time. But it's important for the people too, because if you don't have that and you can go and get it and come back in a couple of years, but we're not going to be able to help you much for your future. And so this is all about promoting financial literacy and wellness for the future. And so do you have a system or an approach that you use that you could kind of talk about? Oh, totally. I mean, everything, everything we do at Radiant Wealth Planning is very structured. You know, I was just telling my assistant, Stephanie, she's phenomenal, by the way. I was just telling, I had to give her a shout out. I was just telling her, Stephanie, we do quarterly update meetings with clients and they know it's January. They know it's in December, March, June. But no, what update meetings? We don't do it outside. We have, you know, so it's very structured. So what happens is when a person, if somebody hears a podcast, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. 
They schedule an intro call because I want them to ask questions. I want them to come meet me. What's the firm about? Because I want them to decide that this is a good fit for them. So every time after an intro call with a potential client, I say, go think about it. Go think about it. And then reach out if, if this feels right to you. I never ask them, okay, so what do you want to do? Do you want to sign up? One that sounds needy and desperate, right? <laughs> but totally. Speaking of my heart right there, because I'll do that with coaching clients. It's like, because sometimes they want to jump right away, but it's because they're in that moment and then they might not actually want it the next day. They're feeling bad. So it's like, you know what? Go home, talk to your wife or your husband, whatever, think about it and then come back. And if it's for me, it's like, I don't want someone who's not invested, not right. And so exactly what you do. I love it. So I appreciate that. Totally. Yeah. I'm looking at your um, Facebook here and there's something really cool that is a little self-explanatory, but I'm sure there's much more detail that you can give us, but it's, it's just a poster. It says, what does financial wellness promote? And so the five things are stress reduction, improved physical and mental health, stronger relationships, retirement security, and freedom and choices. And so do you think we could dive into a couple of those? And Because yeah, I, I yeah. get it, but some people might not. Let's do it. It stands out to you the most. The physical, improve physical and mental health, I think. And like, it makes perfect sense. But the physical aspect, people might not understand that it can actually make you physically better if you have a future that you're not worried about. Totally. I mean, think about, uh, and, and I'll give you like two really like duh examples. If you have, uh, if you have like a little dollars sitting on the side, you know, cash sitting on the side and let's say something happens, you know, you need, you need to get a maintenance on your car. If you have those dollars on your side, you're like, okay, yeah, I have Let me go to the car fix. And then you say, but if you don't, you know, people, then you're sitting, not you, but you know, so that person is sitting down. Like, I hope nothing happens to my car. I hope nothing happens to my car because if anything happens, I am like SOL. Oh my God. I hope I have enough money on my credit card. Like, I hope it doesn't get maxed out. Like you're sitting in that stress and think about that stress that impacts your body day after day it affects your sleep and so now you have crappy sleep and affects you how you handle with your kids and you know i mean it just it just you know continues throughout your whole life and you don't even realize if i had you know some dollars on the side and i'm not talking you have to have fifty thousand if you do this freaking awesome but even if you have like a thousand just a little Part right that makes a big difference. That makes a big difference emotionally. Yeah. What is the number? Three or six months? Six months you should have on the side of savings, so that just in case those kind of things, so that you don't get stressed out and your mental health isn't sacrificed. Totally. I mean, they say six months of living expenses. If you lose your job, like like you lose your job, and you take six months to find a new job, you're good. You're golden. Now, you're not going on vacation, Golden, you know, you're buckling down a little more, you know, because you're looking for a job, right? You're not like, sweet. Uh, but, you know, you could, you could go to interviews, relax. You could show up as your best self, you know, as opposed to, I really need this job. Please hire me. I'm desperate. Nobody wants that in their workplace. So how, what do you have to do on your finance side? So you can show up the most beautiful as you are. Then radiant, radiant wealth planning. Then you're radiating, radiating the best self so you can accomplish your most awesome self, your most awesome life. 
Yeah, that's brilliant. The name's brilliant too, right? Because it's just like, what are you sending out into the world, right? It is. It is. And I want your money to be radiating. You know, I want it to be like glowing. I want your money to glow. Right. And then even with the um, the six month expenses or even before that, you're talking about the car and everything like that. When you're when you're saying like, not you, but when you're saying, I hope that I have enough and I hope this thing doesn't break down and I hope I don't lose my job. If you're coming at it from, it's almost like sounds like a lack perspective where you're like hoping and it's, it's, I see this in prayer a lot. People come to prayer when things are really bad, like, well, you didn't believe it the rest of the time, but now you want to start believing it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a lack, it's fear. It's rooted in fear because I am so scared that if something happens, my world is going to shatter because I just, I just can't take one more thing because I don't have the financial, you know, savings to support that. Like, I don't know what will happen. Like, I, I just can't handle it. That is deep-rooted fear, deep-rooted fear. Now, listen, there's some people that are in financial situations. They're like, Randa, that's freaking awesome. If I could save, then I would, you know? And listen, we're all in different financial journeys along, along this life, you know? Even if you put $20 a month into a savings account, put it in an account that's out of sight, out of mind, you know, like a credit card or a, a Capital One. I don't know what you guys have in Canada, but you know, something that's not connected to your everyday bank account, $20, $10 a month. Can you do that automatic transfer once a month? All of a sudden you look at like, oh, look at that. I have $120. I have $240. Not bad. Not bad. I can get tires. Adds up quick, right? Totally. I think I saw something the other day. If you save 300 a month, which might be a lot for some people, but if you save that for 25 years, I don't know the exact number, but it was $300 a month for 20 or 25 years. That's a million dollars. And it seems like crazy, but then it's like, oh, wow. It's compounding interest. Yeah. That was at 12% too, but. Okay. Well, that that's, that's a little aggressive, but anyway. He was trying to just get it to a million dollar number, but same idea, right? At 6%, whatever, half a million. It, yeah, because what it is, you're in, you're going to earn interest on your dollars or your investment is going to grow at 6%, what, whatever it is. Then it's not just on the $300. Now that 6% of growth or that interest is on the $600 plus you earned before. And then this whole chunk is going to earn interest. And then the chunk is going to grow bigger. And you know how they say, well, rich people keep getting richer. Well, because they have so much money, it just doubles. The interest, just interest on their money grows so fast, so much. That's why, you know, there's other reasons why, but that's, that's a big reason why. Yeah, I love it. Another reason why is that the poor people get these subsidies from the government and just pass the money back up to the rich. Oh, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go on that one. I'm not going to. Well, I'll say another reason why is because a lot of wealthy people and not even just not just wealthy people, but a lot of and it happens more on the wealthy side because they have this excess cash. Anytime an amazing opportunity comes up, the market dropped 50 percent in 2008, 2009. They scooped up so much more stocks. Everything's on sale. Well, guess what? 10 years later, it came up to 100% and they just got richer. So having that cash on the side to scoop up when opportunities come up, 
that builds wealth. Do you want to talk? And if you don't, it's totally fine. Do you want to talk about the market and what might happen in the very, very near future, like less than a year from now? So I'm not a fortune teller. I have never been in my life and I have never been in, in the financial market. And if you know a financial advisor that tells you, oh, let me tell you what's going to happen, then run. Nobody knows the future. Okay. But we do have some sort of trend. Okay. You know, this happened before. Okay. This might happen again. You know, like, you know, a, a trend could be like, uh, you were on a, a bicycle that was too big for you when you were a little kid and you fail. And the next week you're still that little kid and you're still on the same bicycle and you fail again. Like that's a trend. Okay. Stop going on the big bicycle. <laughs> um, so that's their financial markets, same thing. Financial markets have trends. Now financial markets mean stock market equity. It also means bond market. So they're two different markets, but they are finance market. There's real estate market as well. There's a bunch of other markets, but those are the two big ones. So let's talk about the interest rates with, you know, here that we have, that's a big one coming up. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you're shaking your head. Um, so over here we have interest rates. The Fed says they're not going to increase it anymore, but they are data dependent, meaning that based on the numbers that they get, they'll make a decision if they need to increase the rate, whether they increase it a quarter, probably. But if they need to increase it right now, they're not going to touch it. They're going to keep it where it's at. Next year, 2024, there is a projection very low for January to a low for March, a higher percentage to be a cut. And then I believe in August or October, there's a higher probability for a cut in the rate. And they're thinking there's word that it could be a, you know, one and a half percent. So we'll see. This is, you know, people's polls. Uh, people polls on 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 uh, Fed officials and what they think. Some are voting, some are not voting Fed officials. So that also makes an impact. But we'll see. We'll see. I love it. I'll get away from that. But yeah, that's um, <laughs> that, that that information. What in it might drop by one and a half percent in October, like right when we're going to an election. Like, come on. <laughs> totally, totally. But you know, it's it's good for people to know. Like, oh, I want to buy a house. Okay, so if you want to buy a house, we know the rate, what it's at now. You buy the house, do you wait? What kind of loan do you get? Like that that comes into, all, this is why a financial advisor is so good. A good financial advisor is so good. <laughs> because we include all this information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see people right now, it's sad. Some of my friends just are... It just depends on when you have to renew, right? For a mortgage specifically. And I see people who nothing's changing in their employment status or anything like that, but they went to renew and now their mortgage went up and they can barely even afford it. Some people can't afford it. And it's so, so sad. It's really sad because they didn't get a fixed mortgage. They got right. probably an art. And I don't know, you know, I'm really not familiar with it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, man. Oh, wow. That's impressive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know more than that's awesome. <laughs> so I digress from that. Let's talk about maybe tax planning and stuff like that for businesses, small businesses, a lot of coaches listening to this podcast. So what do they need to do? LLCs, all the write-offs and all this kind of stuff. Totally. Oh my God. So 
and we'll kind of shift because the first topic was under radiant wealth planning. So everything we talked about was financial planning, investments under radiant wealth planning. Your tax question is under radiant tax services. Very different company, two different LLCs. Very intentional. So let's let's shift and talk about the tax. I get so many business owners and mostly solopreneurs, business owners that I do a consultation for. How do you set up your books and records, you know, with the expense categories? How do you do your quarterly update payments? How do you do um, your bookkeeping, you know, every month? So I do consultation, you know, hourly consultation to help business owners set that up. Now, come in January, I'm going to give a little plug for, for Radiant Tax Services. Come in January, we are doing a webinar, a free webinar. So the consultation is 115 hour. January, we're offering a free webinar to go through everything that I teach. It is perfect for people that are thinking about starting a business, are in the process of starting a business. We talk about the different LLs. Do you get an LLC? Do you get an escort? Do you even register or do you stay as a sole prop? Right? So we're going to do that because, and I'll give you an example. Uh, I had somebody come to me for taxes, um, you know, under rating tax services, come for taxes. And he just gave me uh, PDF images of all his bank statements. Like, oh, buddy, this, no, no. Do you know how much pre-work you had to do on the accounting side? So even something that we think is so basic, accounting is different than taxes. A lot of people don't know that. So let me set up for success. That's all I need. Just, I just need an hour of your time. I will set you up for success for the rest of your life, rest of your business life. So, yeah. I just need an hour of your time and I'll set you up for business success for the rest of your life. If that's not a, a perfect, that's perfect. Like, I don't know. That is perfect. Who said that? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so I guess I always ask everyone this question. And so this is the phase four podcast. Phase four in the six phase meditation by Vishen Lakhiani is all about creating a future three years out. So where is Randa three years from today? Oh man, I oh I daydream about this question. I go three years. I go so somebody asked me this. Um, my spiritual guru, uh, Loretta Brown, she's in um, Bellevue, Washington. If you ever curious, she's freaking phenomenal. You know, she asked me when I first met her, like maybe ten years ago. So at the end of your life, when you look back, what do you want to say you have done? How do you want your life to look like. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so big. You know what? I truly see Radiance Enterprises Incorporated, right? Radiant Enterprises. There's Radiant Wealth Planning, Radiant Tax Services. There's going to be other Radiant companies under it. And all these companies work together. Radiant Tax works with Radiant Wealth. Radiant Bookkeeping works with Radiant Tax. You know, every company is connected. But it's not just the company structure. I see us doing this in such a different way that it's so, you know, and we hear this, this new world, we're in a new world, right? And we're doing it in such a different way. Like when I meet with clients, it's on the Radiant Wealth side, it's very, I mean, Radiant Tax, but both. It's very heart-centered. 
you know, I asked them, how do you feel at the end of every meeting? How do you feel? What financial advisor asks their clients, how do you feel? Like, you don't get that, you know? Our session is, as I call them, is a working session. You know, I give them different paths. Like we could go this way, this way, this way to achieve your, you know, what you want to do, what feels right to you. They're like, yeah, let's do it this way. Okay, we're going down this direction. Okay, but we're doing it in a different way. That's what I, I always want to make sure. And because I don't have kids, these companies are my kids. And so I feel this is my legacy, not only... You know, I, I want to make sure I, it passes along to other employees or, you know, business owner, whatever it may be, however that structure looks like. But I feel like even after I'm gone, this, I still have a lot of work to do and I have to be connected to these companies to do it. Now, that might sound a little woo-woo. Some clients might be like, oh, my God, Randa, that's so out there. <laughs> and then they know I'm a little woo-woo anyway, so it doesn't matter. But but I think there's a lot of work that I'm doing now, but a lot of work I still have to do when I leave. I have to do it on that side, but I have to be connected to these two companies and hopefully more to do it. That's awesome. I love the idea of heart center. That's I'm all about it. I used to think, 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 think. I started feeling, 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 and it changes everything. It does because you're connected to a higher source. Is it our little puny mind that can can create worlds or is it us in collaboration with this phenomenal infinite intelligence that creates, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely speaking the right language. There's no boo here. This is the yeah, right audience. <laughs> um, it, it always just amazing me like that, how we can like just somehow someone figured out numbers and math and now we can just take a rocket and land it exactly there on a different planet. It's just like. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. And people, you know, and I, I say this a lot that finance is very connected to spirituality. You know, finance is very cor corrected, collected, connected with our emotions, our beliefs. And, and so we could go, whoa, whoa, we get, and, and I think we needs to be a heart centered conversation because it's our money. It's our money. This is hard earned. <laughs> yeah, that's well said. I guess what I would ask is what are the most common mistakes you see for people trying to start out or just can't seem to get around it? Okay, I'm going to say this with a lot of love for people out there that are doing this. I love you guys. I really, really do. I really do. There's a lot of people that think they know what they're doing and they really don't. <laughs> I see so many people that think they know what they're doing and they really don't. Um, like I get this question, so what's your favorite stock pick for the day? I'm like, that's not what I do. I don't pick stocks for the day. I'm not a trader. So the fact that they don't know the difference between trading and investing, you know, like stuff, stuff like that. So I would say, work with a professional or really educate yourself on the basic really ground yourself for long term long term so i see a lot of that mistakes a lot of people are thinking short term you know so are we when, so when the election happened well, how are we going to change the portfolio no 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 we don't go by we don't go by you know what's going on in the time or there's always going to be something in the market i'm not changing portfolio every time there's a news in the market so just understanding 
what kind of investor do you want to be? Educating yourself. Are you a long-term investor? For what goals? Retirement goals, which I don't like the word retirement. But, you know, I say, when do you want to make work optional? Because it could be at 50. Why do we have to wait till 65? But, you know, is it that time? Is it next year for on a vacation? Is it in five years for a home? So how time frame? And based on your time frame, your how you invest and how you save is going to be very different for all three. Beautiful. And one thing I want to just point out that Brandon said earlier was about Radiant Enterprise. That's a top name of our company. And there's little companies that come out of that. And the reason I want to bring that out is that I know a bunch of coaches, they're doing different kinds of things. But they're putting it all under one company. And you're actually shooting yourself in the foot by doing that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. So I just want to point out, it's not structured that way yet. Okay. I do have two different LLCs, but I don't have that umbrella company structured. So that, that, that is the long term. But please, if you do have two services that are very different, you know, Radiant Wealth is very different than Radiant Tax. They overlay... You know, I have to know about taxes to do your wealth planning and vice versa. But if they set them up as two different businesses, because if something happens to you on one side, you are protected only within that side. You have an LLC, limited liability. You So then they can't come to you on your, all your businesses. But also, they're two different businesses. You want to get, you want to set them up tax-wise as two different businesses, you know, on, on our end, they're, they're Schedule C's, right? So they're two separate businesses. You should have two different books and records, two different accounts. It's two businesses. So please do that. It's more work, but That's you're a good. business owner. That's exactly where I was going. I watched one of these uh, cook shows like Bake Top Chef America, you know, these kind of stories. And it was like a junior one. There was kids. And this little girl was baking cupcakes. She was baking muffins. And she was making, or sorry, muffins, cookies, and cake. And she made three separate companies like that for each of them. I was, And she was like 12. I was like, wow. Okay, so that for her, I would say, pair it back. That's one company. You're baking. You just have different services within your baking. So she would have one company. <laughs> um, okay, so give like tell me an example of two different. Who, who would you see that you talk to that would have? Use my, we can use myself. So Phase Four as a podcast, and then Next Steps Academy as a coaching company. Yeah, totally, totally. You can because do you make? If you don't mind me asking, make money off the podcast? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so so that's totally so like. That's a great example because I have a podcast, which I should be starting soon, and I will have you on there. But once, but that's part of Radiant Wells. It's going to be part of Radiant Tax, you know. So I'm kind of incorporated because to do this separate business, you have to be profitable on your third year. So you have two out of five years that you're not profitable. But you have, if you're starting a business, you have to have the intention of I am going to be making money. You can't just start a business, you know. So for me, I would not I would not split out the podcast because I have no intention of making money off of it, you know, it generating income. So that that's why. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't the podcast itself doesn't make money. What does happen is I end up getting coaching clients for the other company uh, out of it. So. Yeah, totally. Totally. 
So as we begin to wind down, if this episode resonates with you, please like, subscribe, share, follow, leave a review, but obviously no art sell. And if you want to get your finances in order and create that amazing future, reach out to Rhonda. She has a special giveaway that I'm going to let her talk about that's coming up in a week or two. Um, can you speak to that? Yeah. So as we're doing this by side with the promotion of the Vogue article. So what we're doing is, and you have to go on social to do this. And there's going to be instructions. So you have to follow me. Just heads up. Yeah, actually, you're going to follow Radiant Wealth Planning. So it's going to be a one-hour session with me, and we're going to do a journey map session. So people are like, what is a journey map session? So I'm very intuitive, so I'm going to ask you my intuitive questions. We're going to create what's called a mind map. I used to use a mind map when I was in IT, and so I moved it over to financial planning. So we're going to create a mind map, and this mind map is from your life now go forward. How do you envision the life to be? It's very different than what are your financial goals? That's ridiculous. Nobody knows that. Some people do, but that's ridiculous. So I'm just going to ask you questions that really elicit true your heart's calling is. And from that, we're going to create financial goals. Now these financial goals, now we're going to ground them into reality. How are we going to accomplish this? So, uh, so you could either do your financial goals on your own, right? And take that forward, or then we can partner together and kind of work on those financial goals. That's awesome. It's so important, right? If you don't think about it, you just, it's just going to happen. You're going to not get what you want. And then you're going to be like, oh, I've never. And then you're 65. You're like, oh, I guess I'll just retire and sit on the couch. Cause you know, I never started that business when I wanted to. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the book that's coming up is Five Regrets of Dying People. Um, go check that one out. But <laughs> Who's it by? Is that you? No, not me. I forget the author's name, but it's just kind of interviews with people as they're on their deathbed and saying, what's your regret? And everybody's same thing. I wish I played bigger with my life when I had a chance. Really? Oh, check this out. I, in an odd way, love it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, I guess... Kind of winding down, is there anything that you want to share that you think is super important? Anything about yourself, your business, or just advice for people who don't know what to do? I would say, one, go out of your your neighborhood. Uh, truly, truly, get a professional. Truly, truly. You don't have to be a mega million of a financial advisor. Okay, people, financial advisors do have limits. Yes, yeah, so understand that. Everybody, everybody has their business differently. But really, in 2024, take your wealth building seriously. It, it's time. It's enough dilly-dallying. Like, it's, it's time. Start building your wealth. Like, let's take it seriously. So meet with a professional. Don't stay within your geographic area. You are interviewing them. Just know they are working for you. Now, you don't treat them crappy. You know, I'm very particular on who I take on personality. That's just one of my thing. You know, if you're going to be like, you know, a, a little snarky, I don't need you on my team. That's okay. But you're interviewing the financial advisor. Find somebody that you really connect with, whatever that may be. Do you want somebody that shares what they're doing? Do you want somebody who educates you? Do you want somebody who's going to be like, you know what? You just do it. We'll meet every now and then. You can find anything that you want. We are so diverse. 
and how we service and take care of our clients, you can find somebody that 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 is for you. Brilliant. And my final question is, how can people reach you? Oh, man, I'm so easy. I'm really, I am so easy to find. Obviously, all the social channels, Radiant Wealth Planning, Radiant Tax Services, but the easiest way, just go to the website, either planning.com or radianttaxservices.com and and you'll have a, a way to schedule an intro call on either business, on either side of your business. Um, and that's it. We just take it from there. And then you join the socials and you can get into that giveaway. Totally join the socials and get in the giveaway. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Rana, I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, JP. Thanks for having me on your on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you.